And there it is. Back for another episode of On Report, round six coming up this week. Josh, how are you? Zach, I honestly couldn't be any better than I am right now. Tuesday night, up on the Gold Coast, special hey. podcast. Just let's rip in. Damn, son, where'd you find this? And it's on. So they come into all parts of the ground now. Oh, Zach, again, we've been fortunate enough to spend the weekend together. For me, it was yeah. fantastic. How about yourself? Really good. Leichhardt, Sunday afternoon, a game that's oh. kind of close, like it became kind of close. That was like, that was really good. Like I've already started looking at when the next Leichhardt game is. And like I'm, even more, I'm considering even a few Bankwest games as well. How would you summarize your experience there? Oh, one word violent like <laughs> honestly uh, it was real good like walking the ground like trekked it from like some stupid little irish pub on the corner of the road like pretty good snitty to be honest they didn't they charged two dollars fifty for sauce uh kind of sus but like we'll get back to that later because there's a lot of stuff that's come up over the weekend like art vibes really good top yeah. quality would have been nice if the tigers won but yeah it was a good day Violent is pretty accurate description, especially at halftime. There was a couple uh there was a fair few boos at booze at halftime. Yeah. And yeah. I think it'd be violent from us, like Zach and I loved a bit of a shout from the hill. Uh a few lolly legs, um, a few get them on side, sir. But I just noticed yeah. between between you and I, uh, and our audience that my my yells got uh considerably less laughs from the crowd than your yells. So I don't know that kind of hit my ego a bit. So it's probably something to work on for a couple of games. But um, but congratulations because I noticed you got some laughs. Yeah, no, that's something I work on. Like you just call people waterheads. It's pretty good. Like Carl <laughs> waterhead was pretty good. But you as well, when you called Jake Clifford for the people out there, Josh called Jake Clifford Matt Clifford, <laughs> and then like, uh, do you know why? Because question is like, yeah, a dude that swims. His his name was Matt Clifford. So I remember that. Oh, that makes why. sense. So we're five weeks in Zach, and we've had a bit of a request. Let's go through what we've learned. And to do that, let's look at the ladder. So let's get the ladder up. So top four, we have Penrith, Roosters, South, Dragons. Fifth to eighth, Eels, Storm, Titans, Canberra. Yeah, so even if you look at that, I can pick out my most overwhelming. No, 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 overwhelming. Not underwhelming. My most surprising. The thing I'm most surprised by is clearly the team coming fourth, the Dragons. I yeah, honestly thought nice. they weren't going to put a game together. And I'd put them down at the bottom with, you know, the Buggies. Cowboys, dogs. But th- they were really good. And, like, they just beat the Eels yeah. at Bank West. Yeah. Full strength pretty- other than Madison. So I was pretty impressed. Yeah, they're definitely my uh, most surprising. From little, I think they were literally wooden spoon favorites. It's now top four after five rounds. And, yeah, like you said, beating Eels, who that their first loss of the season – but I think looking back on an hour with hindsight, is it surprising? It definitely is. But if you look at the coach's pedigree of everyone likes to exactly. kind of kind of uh, put crap on him, like he can't coach, whatever. But when, I think Penrith sacks him when they'll come fourth and then the next yeah. year, something ridiculous. And then he's never not been to the finals or all but one year, something like that. And um, 
and it's really impressive without Ben Hunt for uh, the past couple of weeks as well. Yeah, no Hunt. I was thinking, like, I remember last week we were talking about, oh, if they had Hunt, they'd win this. Like, well, if they had Hunt, they'd be all right. But, like, yeah. no Hunt. Got it done. Got it done quite convincingly as well. At Bankwest as well, which is pretty huge. Like, a Sunday at Bankwest, you'd expect the Eels all day there. The team that I think is most, like, whelming, Titans. I actually picked, like, I thought this is exactly how the Titans were going to be. Yeah, that's pretty fair. And I'll tell you what, like, actually, we'll get to that later. Um, and then, should I keep going through the ladder? We'll just quickly finish Off the bottom eight. So, ninth to... Twelfth, uh, Cronulla, Warriors, Knights, and Brisbane, and then thirteenth to sixteenth is Tigers, Queen, North Queensland, Manly, and Canterbury, Bankstown Bulldogs. Interesting that Brisbane aren't in the bottom four, and they've only won one game. That's a very yeah, sad sure. bottom five teams. Yeah, for me, Zach, most impressive. It just has to be the perfect Penrith Panthers. Yeah, it's like it's seriously. It's not when they'll lose, it's if they'll lose, in my opinion. Wow. All right. Wow. Uh, how, okay. If, if, like, to be fair, to be fair, yeah, like it makes sense. Like they beat already big dogs. Yeah. But you know, they've conceded only 26 points. Yeah. It's like, it's absurd. And they've, that's ridiculous. They're also young as well. If you're looking in like the next five years, it's just where, does, unless players start to get greedy, whatever, coach burns them out. It's seriously so easy to imagine like they can just continue this for a long, long time. Yeah, pretty crazy. Your most impressive? Yeah, it's probably them or... See, like the Roosters are coming second, but I honestly think Storm pumped the Roosters this week. I'm not really sure about them. I think the Bunnies, because, yeah, yeah, talking to Bunnies fans, this this segment kind of coming from a Bunnies fan, do I think we're the real deal? 100%. Yeah. I don't know what that means, grand final winners, but I mean, we're going to be, I'm going to be looking at buying tickets, that type of vibe. If you don't, I feel like if you don't win this year, you're not going to win for a while. If you're losing Adam Reynolds yeah. and you're losing Bennett, it's like, you still have the squad for it, more or less. But it's kind of all or nothing. Yeah, I'd say it's a little bit all or nothing. Last yeah. chance you kind of vibes. Yeah, 100%. Uh, least impressive? Or would you like to give me... Let, yeah. would you like, oh, it's tricky. Like, you, you'd think... Like, I understand Broncos. I kind of understand Cowboys. I understand Dogs. Although, i got to say, Dogs were far more hype than this. Yeah, like exactly. Everyone's like, oh, Dogs, yeah. Dogs, Dogs. But I guess it's maybe Dogs for next year or Dogs for the year after that. Manly, probably. Like, Manly. Yeah. But then I guess they just pull that together. You see what happened? This, the, the most interesting thing for me this weekend is seeing Turbo play and okay. seeing, are Manly going to be okay? And they, are they going to push for a top eight? Or maybe like ninth? Or are they really just no good this year? Yeah, definitely. It's going to be a huge um, telling point. Uh, for me, yeah, definitely least impressive is the Bulldogs. Like, can't score points. And I feel like we've yeah. lost with a lot of these new names and new coach, like lost a bit of Bulldogs identity. Like I said last week, you could really be proud in our team losing every week, but like they honestly had a go. They always yeah. turned up, but – and there was never really any tries that were like, like seriously – but this, like last week, like that Jake Everillo um, leaked one, like from Marker. I think it was Felice Cafusi. It, it was seriously, like, I don't know. It was early in the game as well. That was really yeah, early in the game. Exactly. So, yeah, for me, they are definitely least impressive. Yeah. In saying that, they did ruin something that we're going to have to talk about soon. Yeah, they yeah, really we'll did kill it. it. We'll get there. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, I'll quickly wrap this up. For me, most of well underwhelming is the Tigers. Like I think their squad's actually not bad, and they have a have a good coach. So like for me, they're 
sit anywhere between seventh and 10th, but they're right there at the bottom with the rest of us being Bulldog supporters. And we won't go on for too long, but is Madge really good? Because I think that maybe he just like really looked good at the bunnies because we had a squad. Because it's been years now. It's, he's kind of got rid of all the rubbish that he wanted to get rid of. He's got his team, as Madge said, his team. I don't know. It, it seemed really bad. And then clearly he cheated them up at half time. They were really good second half, but still. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, well, let's, uh, let's move on to what is a huge segment this week on reports. Yeah. So we've had, thanks to everyone for sending them in. We had Michael inundated with uh, voice messages on Facebook messenger <laughs> on reports, but the winner for this week is Terry. Hi, Joshua. Terry Pisani is here. Long time follower of on report. I just like to place someone on report. That bloke's name is James on Otherwise known as James the Bono. He never ever gets off miso duties. Hey, mate, we miss you. Just want to hang out. Love you, mate. Thanks. An absolute cracker from Terry. And I think yeah, I have awesome agree. stuff, Terry. Awesome like, where's he wrong? No, not wrong at all. Not wrrong no. at all. So, James Aberno, long, long time listener. Saw yourself out, please. The boys miss you. Uh, any from you, Zach, to follow up on that? It's pretty hard to follow up that, to be honest. Yeah, I got a lot uh, just from the weekend, little stuff. Yeah. Bringing out food at different times, not when there's entrees and main. Everyone just ordered one thing each. As you know, Simat loves the spaghetti bolognese. Everyone else got pizzas, and his bolognese came out a good seven minutes before everyone else. Can I play um, defense for the restaurant? Is the responsibility of the customer to say, can you bring this all out together? I feel like that's the unwritten rule and the unspoken rule. Yeah, okay. All right, continue. Uh, the other one, uh, very similar, and this is probably going to dig to probably just one listener out there, but people who have a lot of problems, provide a lot of problems, point out the problems, but they are bear no fruit for solutions. So they, they're really just saying, oh, this is the problem, and they won't say anything to fix it. Uh, also, last one before you have a turn. People at the footy who clearly don't know footy, who are with their boys who think they know footy, shout out to a specific guy from like a lot of people who listen to this will know him. He acted like he knew footy, jumped around the the the, the hill at Leichhardt like he really knew footy, and it was really I was like, you've never seen a game of footy in your life, mate. But yeah, that's me done. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, yeah, second one for you is a huge one for me also. If if you're gonna criticize, at least have something better to offer on the and if you're gonna criticize, have something that's going to improve the situation. Don't just point out its flaws. All right. That's just for me. All right. Can I bounce back at that one quickly? People who sit and formulate app ideas and they go, Oh, this app, this app, oh, this app's going to be so good. And then when people cut it down really quickly and they still can't get off their high horse and they've got to go, Oh, there's definitely still something there though. I know it. I know it. Those people on report, just accept it. Wasn't a good idea. Deal with it. What are you talking about? You don't agree? How is that not a good... So this context here is Zach's obviously brought up the fact. I believe... Well, actually, my, my coach has told me he's come up with this, so I've just kind of stolen it, that like with all the blurred lines around consent these days, why not... It's, it's going to get so formal that like you can't just verbalize it. 
I even saw a TikTok the other day. Someone's brought out a contract <laughs> afterwards to to sign <laughs> to sign off on on the experience. So why not just have an app that will that is a form of consent? It's definitely. I think there's something something to be offered there. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, well, we'll anyway. leave it to the listeners to make a decision about that because we are not a politically correct podcast. Politically correct podcast. Um, yeah, let's move on. Couple wow, from me, really uh, Latrell and similar players, when they grab the player by the collar and throw them into the ground and do like a couple little digs into the ground, for me, that is way over the top, not necessary, and borderline penalization. Actually, proud, I hate to say this one because he's a proud sponsor of the podcast, uh, James Newton's Warm Mowing Business in the Southern oh, Shire. Yeah, put him on report. This is good. You're a great guy, James, but using a knife and fork for pizza, <laughs> it's laughable. I'm sorry. You can't do Shocking. it. Shocking. You can't do it. And look, I hate, I hate ripping on another person for the way they eat because I'm usually the victim and I'm on the other side of this more often than not. But no matter the temperature, it's, it's it has fingers. to be hands. Yeah, it has to be fingers. It has to be hands. You got to you got to get them dirty. For and a really quick one, uh, when your co-host steals your on reports for the week because he has none. Uh, next. Yeah, let's move on. Sounds good to me. Yes, uh, how do we go with the fund? Uh, fund was poor this week. We had um, our had our hopes and dreams uh, riding on it. Our legs, like they even in hindsight, they should have gone up. We had dogs. <laughs> to score less than 14.5 points. This is the team that hasn't scored in three. Yep, against the Storm in three weeks. If they do score, they score in six, maybe 10, they miss a kick. They even score two converted tries again in 12. There's no way they're scoring three converted tries, three tries. But nevertheless, they do, and we're down. But it is round five going into round six, so we have 20 rounds to go. That is easily enough to have a good time uh, at the end of the train. At the train line. So I'll, I might leave you in charge of it this week, Zach, because that was my leg. So I'll put my hand up for that. Um, but yeah, for sure. anytime try score a challenge, uh, how about you take this away because you'll be happy? Yeah, I had a big week. Uh, after all the backlash from some arguments in week round four, it was actually really good to fire up. I ticked off Lamalo, Fafida, Hughes finally came through with me. Jerome Hughes has been three weeks in a row. Tupo, Lucy, uh, most didn't get there, but 13.15 points to a measly little five from Simat, who also got Lucy. So that was kind of fun. We were both on the hill at Leichhardt and got to celebrate him scoring. Yeah, that was and huge. And then he also picked – also, just a shout-out to you. When you've gone Josh dollar fifty, and then you've written in a couple of group chats, oh, yeah, Kamith is going to score, and then you put him in after the fact – and I challenge you for the why. You still don't have up to it for a while. Then you just slowly change it on the Excel spreadsheet. Very interesting behavior. I still haven't. I still um, commit to the fact that I changed it before the game, but I just didn't want to. I didn't want this to come up on the podcast, which is why I changed it. But thanks for bringing it up. Yeah, anyway, all right, let's get straight into uh, the tipping for this week because it actually looks like a friggin' hard round. And we're going to tip at the line as well just to make things interesting. First game, yeah. we have the Broncos versus Panthers. This is at Suncorp Stadium on Thursday night. Uh, we have the Broncos at $11 and uh, the Panthers at $1.03. Milf and testing you gone, which means Arthurs and Croft start. Also, Croft got minus three points on Supercoach last week. Pretty funny. Ricky's onto the bench with TPJ starting with Carrigan and Glenn in the back row. 
The Panthers, they remain the same, which is pretty brilliant for them. Dylan Edwards on the way back soon. Uh, yeah, nothing to really say here. Like, seriously, like, Panthers, easy win. Can't really compare the two teams. It's, yeah, it's uh, for me, I'll just go straight into a little Jerome Luai, $3.25 to score. And a wow, I'm going gonna, gonna to go Broncos plus 27 and a half. Wow, same. Yeah, yeah, I've gone plus 27 and a half simply because they're up there and I think they'll hold it on for the first 25 minutes. Yeah. And then Luai, yeah, $3.25. I think Kikau is going to have a lot of fun. Kikau is paying $1.91. Yeah, for a guy who plays 50 minutes and he, like, he's a second row, but still... Yeah, let's move on from that one. Broncos plus 27 and a half is probably the only issue there because it could easily be 40 plus. Yeah, easy. All right, next game, we have the Knights v. Sharks. Uh, this is Friday night at McDonald Jones Stadium. I feel like it's like third game in a row for the Knights up there. Yeah, they haven't really... I don't think they've left, left anywhere. They've been pretty close to home. I oh, know, Seabus last week, but yeah, the two before that were definitely um in the... Newcastle. Yeah, in Newcastle. All right, kick us off with... Ins and outs, please. Uh, Bradman Best in, Jacob Saifidi in, Kurt Mann in. All pretty huge inclusions, which yeah. really did sway my tip. Braden Musgrove debuts to start, and he just seems like he has one of those names that's going to score on debut. On the flip side for the Sharkies, Wade Graham gone, Dugan gone, both HIA, Nakora and Tracy start uh, second row and center for Tracy. And Talakai joins the bench, which is nice for them. I'm assuming he'll come in next week. Dude. A very, very, very tricky game and the first of many for this week. For me, something isn't right up in Newcastle. I don't – this is – I'm getting influenced by my dad here, but Adam O'Brien, not sure if he is really a great coach. Like he has a good enough squad and it's a little bit now, oh, he's trained – he was assistant to Bellamy, he was assistant to Trent Robinson – um, he must be he, like he's going to turn out like them. Like it's just seriously not the case. Yeah. And I don't know. Like he, they have a squad. They have Origin forwards. They have one of the best fullbacks in the game. I think I think something's something's not up there. Something's not right up there. Yeah, I got to agree. It doesn't seem like they have like what the top six have or the top yeah. five have, where you can really bank on. Pretty consistent performances, give or take. You know, probably a try here or there. The squad is good enough to be one of those teams. Like, say Craig Bowman and Robinson is there. Are they a top four, five, six team? Hundred percent. They're thirteen to not. They're nine to thirteen is quality. I guess Watson not sure. Swasso soon not sure. But then halves is probably just it's it's there. Two to seven is where the question is, and I guess Bradman Best is quality, but everywhere else is a little bit. But they don't they don't really win you games those positions. Yeah, exactly. Their spine is, I think his spine is kind of good enough and their pack should kick them in games. But yeah, I don't know. This is a very interesting one. I've gone the Knights. Yeah. And I've gone Knights, Knights at the line. Me too. For me, it's also the coaching drama. So for those that don't know, um, what's his name again? John Morris. John Morris, John Morris has been sacked and then bringing in Craig Fitzgibbon, who is the Roosters assistant this coach. Is- and I think the other yeah. also bringing in the Penrith assistant coach. Yeah. Um, and so I just don't know how that plays out. I think if this doesn't happen, I'm picking Sharks. But because it does, and I feel like because the players were so vocal about keeping John Morris, yeah, it could be – I feel like they could have a bit of a tantrum here. They bring in an interim coach yeah. three days before the game, I, I assume. Or is, it, is this his last game? 
I think this might be his last game. Yeah, that's probably a swinging if, factor. If it's his if, last game, they'll definitely jail for it, I reckon. Yeah, if it is his last game, that will actually change my tip um, solely. But yeah, I just can't see how Sharks handled that. They dragged that out for way too long. If they're going to sack him, just get rid of him straight away. And it was so public in, in what they were doing. Yeah, for sure. Like, it should have either happened before the season or let him have the season. But I also just don't think he should be getting sacked at all. Like, yeah, and like we said, we're bring ready. a head coach in. Don't get two assistants who are decent clubs. But clearly, as you can see, Barrett's gone to the dogs. Nothing's happened. It's not like that assistant at Panthers is going to do anything special. I don't think. Yeah, exactly. With a roster that's not... I don't think their roster is fantastic, the Sharks either. So I'm pretty impressed by what Morris has been doing. But it'd be cool to see some new coaches in the league as well. If it's his last game, I'm going Sharks. If it is not, I'm going Knights. And if he's already on the out, um, they're at home. Bradman Best is back. Kurt Mann is back. Uh, Sharks players could really chuck a tanty here. For me, it's Ronaldo Mortalo, $1.91. And Knights plus one and a half pending uh, John Morris's um, exit. I've gone. Bradman Best at 250 or, because I know we have to say that now, Mitch Barnett, 450, but it's going to probably be best at 250. And I'm taking Knights at the line of 1.5. But of course, if it's his last game, I'll be getting on the Sharks just because we've said it so many times now on the podcast. Yep. Okay. All right. Next game. Let's do it. We have the Melbourne Storm versus the Roosters. Our odds are... $1.40 versus $2.90, and this is at Amy Park in Melbourne Sunday, um, Friday night. Storm remain the same, huge for them, but Grant still on the bench, which is interesting. I reckon that might be a little a little tactic from Bennett. Maybe let Brandon Smith do the first 20, see what happens after that, or it might be a swap before the game just to play a few mind games. And then Collins is back, and there's a weight on that Ben Marshy bloke, uh, potentially won't start. As we know that Freddie Lussick's gone with a little bicep tear or broken arm, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like you said earlier in the podcast, Zach, I think it's a I think it's a storm win. I think we're actually seeing a bit of a change of guard in terms of the power uh, powerhouses in the NRL. Like storm are clearly not as good with Cameron Smith. Still good, and they're still maybe a th- third, fourth, fifth team. But I don't think they're as like they don't think they're as clear as dominant. Yeah. 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 And then Roosters, they're obviously hurt. Um, like right now, I think like they're really just hanging on by the skin of their teeth. Like very lucky to get past the Warriors, very lucky to get past the Sharks. Um, yeah, so that's why I think it'll be Storm. Yeah, I got to agree. And they got pretty lucky with their fixtures there. They didn't have to play any big dog without their two big guns. They got two games, kind of let Sam Walker do his thing. Everyone like kind of fill into what's happening. This is going to be the test. In history, like you know, across like the past how many times they've played or the past like nine premiership seasons, they've just shared everything. And they've also shared games where it's been two points, one point, three points max. The line is 8.5. How do you feel about that? Yeah, it's huge. I'm definitely – actually, no, I think it's it's way too huge. And I think I'm on Roosters for it. I think it'll be close. But yeah, I'm just reading here, since Trent Remerson took over as coach in 2013, the matches have been close with the Storm holding a slight advantage of 10 wins to seven scoring 307 points to 87 points. So we're looking at a 20-point. Like they verse each other 17 times and the total margin is 20 points. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I can't see how 8.5 line. See, it's a tough one. Take all the history out of it and just looking on current 2021 form, I go Storm 13+. plus. I think Nelson is going to run 
that many lines at Sam Walker. It could be crazy. Yeah, that's, that's why I've actually loaded up on some interesting little try scorers there. But yeah. I'm going to take Roosters at lines for the simple fact that the game has history. Yeah, that's pretty much the reason. Uh, they're at yeah. home as well, so it's a bit of a factor. Yeah, like from what you said, like it should be, and it, and obviously with the new rules, I don't like an eight and a half line in the old rules is perfect, I think. But it did, like we say every week, these little lines aren't really blowouts. Like it's thirteen pluses yeah, exactly. Every week. Um, and I think Storm will be like we saw Sharks start a run at Sam Walker and had quite some success, so yeah. I think Storm will be like they're too smart not to do that, and they have the huge yeah. bodies to do it. So. Um, Storm for me, but I'm going to go roost at the line and my try score is Justin Olam. Oh, yeah. Olam's a good one. Always scores in these type of games. I've got Jesse Bromwich at $8 or Nelson at $7. I'm going to stop doing the two try scores, by the way. That's my last one. Okay. I've got a few coming up. Next game, super tricky one again. Manly versus Titans. It's a $2.70 and $1.46. And I think this is in Mudgy. Did we find out? Yeah, correct. 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 Turbo is back. Laka Takagli is at sec- the second in the second row for Jack Goweski. I feel like we say Jack Goweski's name every episode. <laughs> Kate Cuss returns the utility, and there's just a weight on Philip Sammy with a Don still gone. So Titan's pretty much unchanged. What are you thinking, Zach? First thought, and when my mum was asking, what are we tipping this week? I've said Titans. I I think if it was that Brookie, like it was that Lotto Land, Brookie, whatever it is, and maybe it was Turbo second game. I just don't, I think first game back, it's too much of a risk to say hey, he's going to be, he's going to flip them. And based off what the Titans did last week and been doing for a couple of weeks now, and even their performance against the Raiders, I've been pretty impressed. I think, yes, huge moral win, like good for the morale, blah, 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 last week, um, field goal from DCE, but I think the Titans here. The line is quite tricky, though. That's the one I'm not sure about. It is super tricky, not just the line, but the whole game. I'm leaning towards Manly. The Ooh. fact that they have won last week, then Huge. bring in Turbo, going from strength Huge. to strength. But I think if there's going to be an upset, it's going to be like I wouldn't consider Knights or Sharks either one of those an upset because it's, I think they're dollar ninety each. If we didn't mention that, yeah. Um, so this is one really... I this would be an upset. If Manly win this, it's kind of an upset. It is an upset, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So for me, it's definitely on the cards. But like, how do you stop Andrew... David, sorry, David Fafita? How do you stop yeah. Andrew Fafita as well? But <laughs> no, David Fafita, like, he... It was like year eight tries. It was like, it was like under eights tries. Yeah. Like, I remember I scored one in my year of rugby at Oatly where I legit got it 10 meters out and ran straight as redhead. He punched me after. It was sick. But I scored. <laughs> like, it was just... It's legit under eights footy. Just too big, too strong. It's because he, like, he doesn't, you know exactly what he's going to do. And that's why it's more impressive because you know exactly what he's going to do, but you have no he's idea how huge. to stop him. And it's not, it's not yeah. like um, Zach's trying to tackle him. It's professional athletes. Yeah, no, it's not me. I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a, just a podcast guy. It's, but it's, yeah, it's proper it's other players. people trying to tackle him. And he's just, he's just doing it for fun. Uh, so I don't know who's going to come up against him. It's going to be that guy with a hard name. Uh, number 11. Would you like to pronounce his name again? Oh, I could look at Lakitaki. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually not bad. But uh, Jack Goweski's out. So if Jack Goweski was there, I would put Fafita out down for about six tries. Manly the line. I'm taking it. Titans win though. Six. Six, six and a half. Oh, actually, it's six, isn't it? Yeah. 
that's a stinky line. I, I wrote six and a half, but well, it just goes oh, six. six. Yeah, let's go six and a half. Hopefully, it goes up. Uh, saying, saying a big part of me wants Manly here, but I'll read you this Gold Coast have won five of the past seven matches against Manly. This is the equal wow. best win percentage since 2016. That's see, these are there, yeah, they're enough to sway my decision. It does. It just sways, even though it doesn't really matter at all. And like they're pretty much a new team. But Tom I've got Tino, by the way, 450. 450. That isn't, that's an awesome value. Uh, for yeah. me, I have, I have like three. I just have Kelly, <sighs> Sammy, or Herbert. Well, it's one of them. I just have to decide pre game. Oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. Um, cool. All right. So I think I'm mainly for now, but. I'll probably change and uh, Titans for Zachary. Next game, we have the Bunnies versus Tigers. Let's fly through this one, Zach. Ins and outs, please. Walker's back. That's Cody. Uh, Liddell or Little. I say Little has been dropped for Simpkin, which is good to see. Nice to see the kid debut. And Leilua gone after 13 minutes. See him get concussed. It's funny. The only person in the crowd that clapped him off after getting concussed, Simat, uh, which is Josh, by the way. And then, so Kapoa fills in the spot at center. One of our biggest fans and often contributor, Mark Restores, he doesn't say much about footy, but when he says stuff, it's golden. And on yeah. the weekend, he had two, he had two um, perlers. One, Cowboys 13 plus at $18. Yeah. Very, very close. Secondly, how does this Tigers number nine, doesn't know his name, how does the Tigers number nine have a contract? Contract. And, and that's coming from a bloke that played 415 and some of the best service we've seen from yeah. Tommy Half. So fair enough. He's got the credentials. And and hands like a surgeon. So yeah. oh. I'm taking this guy's word over anything. So see you later, Jacob Little. Um, Mark Resources, crush, crush your name out. But yeah, this game, easy South win. Quick chat on Adam Reynolds and Luke Brooks, potential trade. I think it makes perfect sense. It does. It it does make a it lot makes of too sense. much sense for uh, the NRL. Let's put it that way. I don't really. It annoys me that I don't really want Brooks to play for the Bunnies. I really just want Reynolds to stay, and I think like everyone everywhere wants Reynolds to stay. Yeah, I don't. Don't, don't you just think Luke Brooks can do a job in a in a team that that's that that is as good as the Bunnies? Yeah, but then also it's gonna be so funny when he when he's gonna have a lot of eyes on him because he kind of the only thing that changes next year, I guess, plus Bennett leaving and then could get a bit interesting. And I feel like he's just going to get piled on him, but we'll see what happens. Did you hear today that um, the Sharks are the favorites to sign uh, Adam Reynolds? I don't understand. Sure. You have Moylan. Like you, Will Kennedy has to stay at fullback. He's been really, 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 really good. Yeah, he's been really good, yeah. Townsend, Moylan, they are halves. Sean Johnson is coming back in a couple of weeks. What do you do there? And then you're also... Also looking at Gareth Widdop and Will Chambers, who's not a half, but still interesting. So then Gareth Widdop yeah. and now Adam Reynolds. It just that makes no sense whatsoever to me. Uh, it's probably just a little rumor mill. Like you probably find it follow one of those Facebook yeah. fan pages. So Very don't get true. too bored into it. For me, Adam Dewey needs to take over this Tiger side. He's too Yeah, he was good last week. He's he's phenomenal. He's like this Tigers fan was telling me he's the only one that has a crack each week. And he's I don't know, just like too much respect for Brooks or I don't know maybe it's just what's been told but he seriously just needs to go at hooker like Simpkins no it's going to me not Brooks on the other side 
Also, just quietly, if he kicked better, they win. Yeah, 100%. So, uh, all right, try scorers, Zach. I'm either going the two centers, Campbell Graham or Dane Gagai, $2.30 for Gags, and CG at $2.60. Yeah, I think CG is a good shout. I've just gone load up my first winger, Alex Johnson, $1.45, just money in the bank kind of thing, especially down that left-hand side or that right-hand side of defense of the Tigers, which was shocking. Yeah. Bunnies at the line, I'm taking them negative 18. I think it could yeah. be it could be negative 30 and I take it. I think they're going to put lots of points on. You can't see any um, bounce back from the Tigers because they got they got hammered, like not hammered in the game, but hammered in the press. Like Paul Ken on 360 saying that was so disrespectful to Tom Rodonikus. Like he didn't die for this type of stuff. Like anyone you talk kind of talk yeah, to, I was, like I was extreme, I reckon. Anyone you talk to uh, was just like, I. Like they, they just, just like on today of all days, they dished up absolute that that absolute crap. Yeah, but that's what I think. That's why I think they're in such a bad state that on a day where you should be so up for it and you should be defending well and you should be putting in for each other. And and once you can see one bad try, surely plug the holes. And they didn't. And I think Cody Walker, week off, he'll be sniffing for it. He'll be so ready. For me, it's potentially the occasion was too big for them. Got to be a star. Yeah, you said that. You yes. said that like five minutes into the game when the hammer scored. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's true. It's All true. Right. No, it was true. Uh, Raiders versus Eels, super tricky one Good again. One. Uh, at GIO, uh, we've got a dollar sixty-seven versus two dollars thirty going the Raiders way, which I find quite interesting. In I think that just that that last Dragons win does that for that. Yeah. But then again, you would just realize that. Raiders just got pumped by the Panthers, but yeah. Curtis Panthers. Scott is in for Seb Chris. Aikens at fullback for Nickel Klopstead. And Ryan James is gone with Tarpany and Gula in the squad. Dylan Brown, one game crusher, and I think that's the tipping point for me. Maddo is named to start. I think that last week they drew, they pulled him out early thinking about this Raiders game, which didn't really cost them because Papa E was good, but still interesting. Yeah, like, like I said, uh, the start of this game, like super interesting the odds and the what's the line? The line, I think the line's super short. Anyway, two, two and a half. Yeah, it's I guess Raiders at home is a different beast. And yep. no Dylan Brown, who's in like Will Smith, he's he's pretty ordinary. But then you do lose chance. Do you think chance chance is a big out? I don't think so. Because I think my bold prediction of round six, Jack White and Hattrick. I think the kid is going to come alive. He hasn't done anything yet. And he goes on these little runs, and I tell you, it's coming this week. At home, ball in hand, no Clodstad. Aikens will be all right as well. He'll fill the job. It's not like Clodstad is like a, Tedes- uh, a Tedesco. Yeah, there's a Where he has to be that, everything. Yes, that, um, our biggest rivals get him on side by sport, um, sports bet. Um, Charles has like a really low try involvement per game. Yeah. So they just don't sense, play off the back of yeah. a lot of things anyway. They just play in the front. In that sense, I, I, I think he's not a huge loss, but I think defensively and like try savers, like he's up there with some of the best yeah, um, in the game. But yeah, getting back to the actual who's going to win, I think Rays were super impressive at times against the Panthers. Like there were at times like, oh, is this an upset here? But it was just that one brain snap from Hudson Young, unfortunately, another one from him, the eye gouger, yeah. and it was game over. So. I'm, uh, I, I think it's for me, it's definitely Raiders at home and no Dylan Brown. Like Dylan Brown is a way more larger loss than chance for Raiders. Yeah, I agree big time. I don't think Moses is there yet. Even though they had that big win against the Storm, 
I think the Storm are more off than the Eels. I was like their grand day. final though for the Eels. Like, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. So I'm going to go Raiders minus the line. So little little three point win there. And I'm going to go Jack one at three dollars. Honestly, load up on him. I think like you can put the money on me. He's going to score. I haven't watched much of the Eels this year, but I feel like from what I've heard and kind of knowing how Mitch Moses is, they win games when they bully and go straight through the middle. Like Paulo, um, Regan, bang, 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 bang. Isaiah probably bang. But when like Moses going sideways, doesn't know what to do. Like sometimes like he, he goes coast to coast. And Legit. Like a little touch footy thing. Yeah. yeah, it's seriously touch footy. So it's it's just you don't know which Mitch Moses is going to turn up. So that's why I'll probably be on the Raiders for this. Anytime try scorer for me, I, can't, I seriously cannot pick a Raiders try scorer to save my life because it is they only score through forwards and halves, really, or maybe Rapala. Like seriously. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like every week's like, no, they can't score again. Like Rapala's not going to score again. No, George George Williams is not going to score in a stop. And oh, Jack Williams, uh, Jack Wine is not going to step off his left foot and score again. Like it's just, but they do. He is three times yeah. this week. Um, so for me, it's Gutherson at two dollars eighty. Wow, yeah. a losing team. Very interesting. You? Or who, did you already say? I've gone Jack Wine. Yeah, three dollars. Sorry. All right, next game: Dragons versus Warriors. We have a dollar forty-three for the Dragons, as they should be, and two dollars sixty for the Warriors. This is at Jubilee. Ins and outs, please. Dragons are unchanged. I didn't realize Josh McGuire had signed, so he's on the extended page. Yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah, I know. I just thought he was out last week. Uh, Hiku is back in for, or back in with Fusatua being injured for a couple of weeks. Josh Curran starts with Elias Katoa being dropped. Dragons looked very good last week. Do they roll on with it? I think they do, and I think we're really going to see the Warriors of old start to creep back into uh. Uh, into the picture, they've lost Adam Fennell Blake, they've lost um, Chanel Harris Tavita, and what they dished up against who they play last week? Manly. The Manly Seagulls. Like, you need to be being Manly, and you need to be scoring more than 12 points against Manly. Yeah. And that's they should have won that game. And I, yeah, like I said, it's, it's going to go back to what how we the Warriors of old. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think it's AFB. That's an excuse for them. Not being in New Zealand, another excuse. Plus Chanel Tavita, plus these little niggly injuries, plus new coach. I reckon the players are thinking, hey, we don't really need to be that good. Like we're not really expected to do much. So we'll just, you know, win a game here and there, upset a couple of joker rounds. But I think Dragons roll on big time, big time. They'd be on a super high now. I reckon Coronel is playing the footy of his life because Andrew McCulloch, is um, holding him ransom. That's why. Yeah, fair enough. What about our uh, try scorers? Oh, Adam Clune, five dollars fifty. Like it's almost a guarantee lock. Yeah, you go, you go halves a lot. Have you realised? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I do, and I'm winning the comp. So it's how it's how it Five fifty though for Clune, and like I'm pretty sure Clune has scored. Uh, three of the last four times against the Warriors. So that's where I've got that. <laughs> nice start. Got a couple more for you. Warriors ha- <laughs> haven't won at Cogra in over 17 years. Take that yep. with a grain of salt because the Cowboys hadn't won in Leichhardt for 21 years and they seemingly did. Dragons yeah. have won four straight games and will look to win five in a row for the first time since 2018. 
And Zachary Lomax has kicked 22 from 23 goals with a kicking percentage of 95.7. Don't know why I just read that out. Um, but for that reason, I'm going to go Zachary Lomax to score, and that reason alone. Yeah, um, do we have a line? We do have a line. Five and a half. Five and a half. I'll be on the... Annoying, drums. in my opinion, but I, I'm going to take... Yeah, I'm going to go drag as negative five and a half. Again, as you said, these little small lines don't really do a thing. Yeah, 100%. All right, again, perhaps last game and perhaps the saddest of the round, and I wasn't wrong with that last week. Got a couple of angry people um, telling me that it was not going to be a sad game to watch, but supporting the Tigers for that game, it was incredibly sad. It was fun at times, but it was it was sad. Sad in the end, at the beginning. Yeah, true. Yeah. All right, $1.44 for the Cowboys or the Cowgirls, as Mr. David Gluso would like to say, and $2.75 for the Bulldogs. Jason Tamalolo is back with Hess moving up front and Francis Molo is onto the bench with Ruben Cotter gone. Angus's favourite player, Angus Tonkin, that is. Uh, Justin O'Neill returns for the Hammer, who is injured. Luke Thompson starts at lock for a calf hurt, Josh Jackson. Jeez, like it's it's really sad when like the Bulldogs aren't even favourites against... The Cowboys. And it just, of course, Jason Tamalolo's first game back is against the Bulldogs. So, yeah. like, it's it's the Cowboys really, isn't it? I feel like they're going to be buzzing a little bit, maybe a little bit of faith, a little bit of confidence after the game last week. And, yeah, it's just not going to be pretty for the Doggies. Yeah, I think if the Tigers pull off that comeback, this makes it even tougher. But I think the fact that they Cheap. won... Yeah, the tip, I'll take the Cowboys, but I'm going to take the Dogs plus six and a half. After scoring 18 points against the Storm, which was more than the Panthers scored against them, and the Eels, I think uh, go the Dogs at the line, but go the Cowboys at the tip. And I'm going to take Kyle Felt as your anytime try scorer at $1.67. You can, just... you, can, you can definitely see like how much confidence plays into it. And I'll tell you what, Zach, do you, yes. this is a question for you. Is belief and confidence the same thing? Self-belief and confidence the same thing? Yeah, I was about to say, if you have self-belief, you'll be confident. But then I guess if you're confident, you have self-belief. So fight fire with fire. I'm going to say you can have confidence. You can have self-belief. It's just up to you whether you want to sound like a self-believer or a confidencer. Here's how I see it. Okay, your self-belief should be unwavering. If you think of, of like of of how it sways, let's say your self-belief shouldn't sway more than five to ten percent either way. Like it should just yeah. be there. But your confidence, on the other hand, can sway heaps. Like it, yeah. you can have this little, uh, little yes, confidence, yes. or you can have like you can be overconfident. That's how I see it. So you, I feel like the Bulldogs here have like very little self-belief and they're just playing on confidence because you can see once they score a couple of points, then they'll a bit grittier in defense and they'll score more points and they being a bit more adventurous, but they had no, they had no self-belief or confidence going into the game. And that's why they leaked all those really, really soft tries. Do they have more confidence and self-belief this week because they scored 14, 18 points or whatever, or is it just going to be the same because they lost, they conceded 52. What's your self-belief right now? One to ten. In what? 
just life, just about Josh Simmons. How much do you believe in yourself? 10. And confidence? 10. Okay, good. I think we should summarize our tips now. All right. So we're going Cowboys. Oh, try score for me is uh, Jason Tamalolo to return and shut up his coach. So summarize the tips. It's actually important this week. We've got Panthers. Yep. Then we're going the Knights. Then we're going the Storm. Yep. Then Titans Manly. That's the tricky one. Well, the first tricky one. Saturday, 3 p.m. We're gonna I'm gonna go Titans. I think Josh is going manly, but he will sway. Then the bunnies, 15 plus, 40 plus. Raiders, Eels, we're Raiders, yes. Yep. Dragons, Warriors, we've gone Dragons. And then the last game, Cowboys to beat the dogs in the sad game of the round. So it's a four o'clock game as well. They've moved the Sunday games two hours early now. Well, good on them. All right. Awesome. Let's get a super long episode today. Uh, thanks for listening. Thank you if you're still listening. Uh, you're a true fan if you are. I want to say something special for some people at the end that are still listening right now. So they only know. They only know that when, yeah. Yeah, exactly right. If you've listened to the final moments of this podcast, send me a message and I'll send you a winning multi for the weekend. <laughs> How about that? How about yeah. that? So all the idiots that have turned it off because we started rambling, they will not be rich next week. And actually, let's make like a password. password. So at the end, violent, at the end, violent. At the violent, violent is a password. And you message us and you say, oh, the password is violent. And we'll invite you to a secret event at the end of the season where we spend all the money. All right, violent. See you violent. then. I know my auntie will send it because she always tells us she's listening to the end. So she'll be sending me violent. Awesome. Have a good one, everyone. All right, see you later, everyone. Bye-bye.